dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. Things are going great out there. And you ever get your, well, I'll get into that in a minute, but you know, things are going good. I've got my new dice thing here i got it at a garage sale uh it's one of those candy jars only it's plastic so i decided to put all of my dice in there the whole big bag and just use that because my rationale was i'm doing a lot of online gaming it'd be nice if i'm using real dice just to reach into some place and grab some or something like that i'm trying to reduce my gaming to games that i only need one set of dice and maybe a few extra i don't know d6s or something even then i'll just take one d6 with me and roll it multiple times you know i'm trying to reduce the number of dice i use because of expediency sake for portability things like that i can't grab i'm i'm not i can't grab a big old bag of dice anymore it's nice to have it but you know leave it at home i know i don't play very much here but who knows what the future holds anyway i got I got something going here, and I wanted to tell you about it, and I'll tell you about it after this. Okay, I got my brain ignited by a YouTube video again by Black Dungeon Craft, who was not building anything this time. He was showing how he preps a game. And I watched about two, three minutes of it. And it's like, oh my goodness, I think... I've got an idea, and he helped me, or something like that. It's a variation of what he was doing. He was sitting around and prepping a first session, talking about how in groups where they have people who, well, she says four people in a group is the best, but what happens if two of them can't show up, and da-da-da-da, or what happens, say, okay, all four of them show up, but you have like seven usually in rotation, and they all show up at the same time, and, you know, all that kind of mess. So I thought, can I create a campaign, a campaign where people can do drop-ins and drop-outs. And thinking back on it, I said, I think I can. It's going to be very loosely called a campaign. And, you know, it will rely on a lot of sandboxy stuff. But still, you know, what links it is the world. They're in the world. Here's Here's the idea I had. First of all, the first time we all meet... I want everyone who's going to play in this campaign to create three characters right off the bat and then pick which one you want to use. Or you don't even have to do that, but I will run a first session and they'll use whichever ones they want. And I'm just going to have them hold the others in reserve. Here's what I'm thinking. I have a campaign world, okay? And I should probably get uh, what i would like to do is get a backlog of one to two session one to two session games adventures and i don't know create them myself beg borrow steal take them out of books whatever just have this pile of of preset adventures that are just kind of there you can just you know, either jot them down in your own handwriting or you just zero, print them out, whatever you want to do. Uh, 
This is uh, what I'm thinking of. Is this is kind of this is kind of using a lot of stuff I've talked about before, like the rosy sandbox, things like that, because I can place things different places. But what I'm thinking is, and also I I, I thought of like. I've always talked about the Lazy Dungeon Master, which I'm going to use a lot of techniques in there, and also creating a an adventure in one hour. So why don't I just sit down one day, like over a week, like take two hours out of the day, create a, a one-hour adventure. Like just pretend that you've got an hour before the group shows up and they're going to want to play something. Create two of those. Put them in the pile. And the other, the next day, take a couple more hours. Create two of them. Put them in the pile. Uh, looking through, you know, like a, TSR put out a lot of adventures in second edition days, you know, like Book of Lairs, Book of Lairs 2, Lords of Darkness, all that other stuff, where I can cherry pick from there. There's also Dungeon Magazine and all these other places you can just cherry pick. You can even cherry pick out of like Mega Dungeons and Source Books and things like that. Just, you have a pile. That's the whole thing. So what happens was is they you play the session and I'm going to say the usual stuff. Okay, we're going to be playing every uh, every Tuesday or every other Tuesday or once a month or whatever 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 the schedule works out. So you're going along and you will play that that adventure for one or two sessions. Usually two sessions. I'm going to try and make it two sessions each, but then. The next week rolls around. Say you're doing it weekly. Next week rolls around. Frank and Bob, they they got to work. They can't come. But but Anne, George, and Frank can. And there's Frank wants to bring his brother, who's always wanted to play D and D. Okay, fine. There's four groups. I'm not going to be running what I did last week unless it's over with, and I can just take a new one and start. What I would do is start another one in a different part of that campaign world, and we will follow that. See, the key is here is to have some kind of way to classify these, not classify, but more like keep track of these adventures. Uh, what I would do is I would do the adventure in either my GM book or on the adventure itself or something like that. I would write... I would write the name of the players that are playing and their character. And of course, I would keep all the character sheets and all this other stuff and stuff too. But the point is, okay, and probably the date it was last played. And that's all you have to do is just do like one or two lines. You know, you got four players, there's four lines. You said name, the player name, the character name, and when it was last run. And then whoever shows up, you always have an adventure to do. Now, then you have the stockpile there. So you, you pretty much know in advance, usually. I mean, there's always last minute things and that's frowned upon, but it happens. You know, there's always last minute things, but usually you, you'll, you can find out. We usually find out like a day, even the weekend before on the Monday game, who's going to be there and who isn't or who can make it and who can't. And if it happens during the day of, during the day, and we're playing that night, so, or that afternoon, so he says, oh, I can't make it, either we'll run short, I'll run three in that one, or I can go, okay, okay, who's going to be, who's going to be here? And 
just juggle things. It makes it real easy. If you do it modularly like that, it makes it real easy to juggle. Real easy. And the rosy sandbox works great because you have something happen in the north, something happen way down here in the south of the land, something happen in the east or something like that. And it can be, and you can also label on the adventures, you know, where it is. Where have you put this? And maybe the terrain. I don't know. Terrain, weather, whatever. But usually it's an adventure. You don't want to take too much time trying to document and keep track. This is how you keep track without having to have a spreadsheet of the whole thing, if you know what I mean. And keep it in a folder, your GM book, or something like that. And this is your revolving world. And who knows? Someday you'll have everybody at the table. You can run one big freaking epic epic thing or something like that. That way you'll always have an adventure to run, whether it's yours or uh, something published. It's always best to have that. And I think you can maintain that because, because it isn't really a bunch of, I mean, yeah, it's a bunch of one shots or two shots or whatever, but at the same time, it feels like an active world. It would be even better if you can get all these characters belong to the same organization. So, or like a mercenary guild or something like that, or a thieves guild. Or, no, not a thieves guild, but, but you know what I'm saying, a, an adventurer's guild, whatever. Or have a regular employer of these people so they can see, okay, uh, they're doing this while these guys, we need you up here. And, you know, if you're playing in a, in a with a like a player who is in... Group A one week, but next week most of Group A can't play, but he can, so he'll go over to Group B, and he'll just take another one of his characters and play that one. Now, I'm trying to make this so it doesn't seem, you know, it doesn't drive everybody crazy and drive the players schizophrenic or anything. So I'm just trying to keep it, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to keep keep a lid on it. Keep it under control, but I think that I think I can manage that. If I ever get to, I want to really think about doing this, and also helps to flesh out my world. You know, they go to a place on the map that I have no idea what's going. I haven't even touched, and all of a sudden, I got to develop it a little bit anyway, enough to play the game, enough to play the adventure. It's all good, man. It's all good. Anyway, I hope that helps you, and I got to go start my day. So. If you want to talk about to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And don't forget, this is I, I just I'm just applying things I've done in the past to this one grandiose thing that I think will work. The the multiple characters is the new thing here, and keeping track of them. Oh, we are also monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help us support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget about Daniel, Dan Gregg's The Young YUNG, Young Grognar Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, and Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>